Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the I Am A Boss podcast. Today I am joined by the lovely Chris. Um, Chris, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners today? So um, me and Chris have been introduced by Ruth, who is a part of the Root to Be team. And uh, myself and Ruth have worked together for quite some time. And I think you are also recently joined the team. So I'd like to get to know you a little bit, Chris, and uh, get to know what you're about. So would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, of course. Uh, thank you for having me, Octavia. So I'm Chris, and uh, I joined Root2B to be a while ago, a couple of months ago, um, and it was still called Career Connections. So I actually joined um, uh, the team via Tadewa. So Tadewa got put in touch with myself uh, via Instagram through a friend, mm-hmm. and uh, the rest was history. So part of the reason why I joined Career Connections was because uh, I noticed that they were a strong team. I, no- I noticed that they were very passionate about what they were doing. And uh, they were very intelligent people. And I just wanted to surround myself with, you know, people that have sim- a similar vision, right? Uh, in addition to that as well, I was actually in the middle of running a travel business. Uh, but unfortunately, due to COVID, I had to put a stop to that uh, because I wasn't really getting any more clients because no one was really traveling at that time. So I thought, why not just transfer my skill set to, you know, another venture, basically. Mm-hmm. And in terms of my background, um, where do I start? So I studied business admin at, at, at the University of Kent in Canterbury. So I did four years, which included a year in industry. Um, um, and uh, the industry was in a whole. So I worked for BP Petrochemicals mm-hmm. as a commercial analyst for a year. Okay. And then... Um, Afterwards, I specialized in quite a few commercial analyst roles, which are very similar to these analyst roles, but they more, I'd say, more specialized within, uh, more specialized in commercial analysis as well as finance type analysis. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I dealt with numbers for a while, and then eventually I moved towards strategy because I've always had like a massive, like you know, I've always had, I've always been passionate about like. Uh, holistic thinking uh, within kind of like the business area. So I undertook a graduate role as a strategy analyst. Mm-hmm. I've done that for a year at an insurance company. Uh, probably probably my favorite role um, to date so far. I uh, absolutely loved it, met some great people uh, and uh, learned a lot. And then afterwards, I had a digital analyst role uh, at Nationwide, mm-hmm. uh, which involved um, sort of like, obviously, analyzing how uh, nationwide digital um, assets were performing, including uh, the website, the app, you know, stuff like that. And then afterwards, I became an assistant vice president uh, at Barclays, uh, working within uh, an operations function, which was also part of a creative, an internal creative design agency. So if you're not familiar with that, this includes... Uh, teams such as research, uh, UX, meaning user experience design, uh, UI, meaning user interface, and copy. So yeah, I've got, I've got quite an extensive background. And then afterwards, created my travel business, which was going <laughs> quite well up until COVID, as I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now I'm here to be. Um, so I'm moving, to, uh, I'd say I'm moving more towards kind of like an entrepreneurial uh, path in mm-hmm. life. 
um, uh, which is very exciting at, at this point in time. You've got a lot going on there, Chris. Um, you know, there's so many thick questions I now have, you know, about, you know, your travel <laughs> business um, and oh, all the yeah. other stuff that you've got yourself involved in. So how does the travel business fit into all of this? So it sounds like you've got your hands full already with your job. Then you've also started yeah. a business on the side, um, you know, which you said is was going well before COVID. Tell us a little bit about yeah. that journey and why you decided travel was the thing you wanted to start. Okay, yeah. So it's uh, it's kind of like a long story, but um, since I was in um, ever since I was in uni, I've always known that I wanted a little bit more than just um, you know as as cliche as that sounds. I'm, I'm sure you probably come across <laughs> a thousand um, you know posts talking about how you should be your own boss and you know things yeah. like that. But I've always had that since literally since I was in my first year in uni. I've always known that I wanted a little bit more than just working for someone, but I knew the importance of gaining that experience and understanding mm-hmm. how business actually works. Um, so I started my placement and to be completely honest, to be quite frank, uh, when I started my placement, when I got my first paycheck, I thought to myself, you know, this is not so bad. <laughs> um, I don't know. What, what, why do I need to, you know, start my own thing? Am I just like, mm. am I just, you know, take it easy and, and relax and just like work, right? But then I realized that my potential, um, was far beyond just analysis because um, uh, growing up, I was more creative, I would say. I was, I was more for creative guys to draw and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So when I started working, when I worked for a few years, I realized that um, I felt as though my potential was kind of like being restricted. And I could go, I could have another conversation. Um, I could kind of like uh, expand this conversation uh, and talk about the importance of figuring out what you truly love before you actually dive into internships and things like that. Mm. But that's a separate conversation anyway. So after a few years of working, um, I wasn't, to be honest, I wasn't too, too happy um, with um, what was going on. Um, I just felt like I wanted to do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So what what then happened was um, I, I went on holiday. It was last year, I think May, yeah, last year, May, end of May. I went to Zanzibar um, and uh, I went on my own. And, oh, really? Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a lovely, lovely holiday. Absolutely brilliant. Wow. Okay. Uh, I want to go back again uh, as soon as COVID finishes. Uh, finish, finishes. Uh, so I went on my own and it gave me time to think about who I was, what I wanted. It gave me time to reflect and to decide what I wanted to do going mm, forward. Mm. So whilst I was on holiday, I just thought to myself, you know what? I can do a bit more than what I'm doing now. Yeah. Therefore, I'm actually going to now start focusing on trying to grow my business, trying to grow a business and leave and, and essentially leave the, the, the career path behind. So not saying it's bad. So for some people, it's okay. I've got yeah. friends of mine that like that routine, that like that. But me, it doesn't really... I've always been a, <laughs> how do you say, is it a black horse? I, I don't know what the term is. I know I've exactly been what like you mean. A, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. It's always been hard for me to uh, stick to that routine. So, you know, I decided that's what I'm going to do. I haven't told myself, um, I'm, which is what I'm doing now. I'm, I'm constantly looking for contracting jobs uh, wow. because I just want the flexibility mm-hmm. to, to do my own thing. And, you know, some of the people on your podcast might be thinking, well, if you're contracting, you still have to put time aside to do that job, right? Yeah. So what do you mean by flexibility? So if you're still quite young, uh, if you're still, uh, you know, in your first year, third year, or even in, in your first job, 
uh, you probably don't know about the dynamics of, of, of working fully. So what I mean by that is there is time you commit to work, which takes part of your energy. But there are, there are also other factors, including politics, like office politics and politics and the like, mm-hmm. of which you're quite deeply ingrained if you're working at a particular job full time. Yeah. Does that make sense? So my, my idea is to kind of like uh, distance myself as much as possible from those other elements so that I can have more energy towards building, um, you know, my own thing. I really like sure. uh, a lot of things that you said there, you know, about, you know, knowing your potential and knowing that you've got more to give and not almost yeah. settling because it is quite easy for people to, you know, get into a job and settle and be like, you know what, I'm fine, that paycheck looks good, but actually, yeah. are you fulfilled? <laughs> are you are you using your, your, your full potential? And I'm a bit like you yeah. in the sense of, I definitely do understand that having a career or at least understanding business is important because where else have I learned it? I've not learned it anywhere else. The best way to probably do that is through a job. So I, I am completely, um, you know, with you on that aspect, but I'm, I've also always wanted to, I know the long term goal is that I am going to be self-employed. I am going to have my own business and I'm going to run my own business. So I'm acquiring everything that I need. And, you know, like you mentioned, whilst you are young, you, you, you've got so much other things to kind of think about office politics and all that kind of stuff. And um, it's important to definitely um, be, I suppose, know what, what you want. And, you know, your, your 20s or your early career stages, are the, the, that's the time for you to learn, you know, time for you yeah. to grow. So after a few years, hopefully you'll be in a position to really know whether it's a career thing yeah. for you or if you, you know, if you want to do career and business or if it's business, you know, I suppose you just dwell into what, what fits in best for you. And like you said, some people are perfectly fine doing the career thing. I have friends who are, who would never even imagine, you know, kind of running a business or doing what I do. And yeah. I, I think to myself, but really this, this, I think this is it. This is what it's supposed to be. But you know, everyone's yeah. different in their own respects. Yeah. But that's, that's very, very insightful um, and quite inspirational. I, I would say as well, yeah, a, bit, a bit more on the travel business. Um, I think I, I tend to sway towards the stuff that's like really business and creative because I like to right, kind of right. get into that. So with the travel right. and business, what, what services do you provide or where you're providing? This gives me an opportunity to advertise Go for it. <laughs> as well. Um, so, so actually, it's a, it's a luxury travel business. Uh, so we, I, well, we, I uh, target a specific type of uh, clientele. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's in the high range of things, right? So um, our business is focused on providing travel experiences across um, Africa, particularly uh, Southern Africa and East Africa. So these include countries like Tanzania, uh, Zimbabwe, South Africa, uh, Namibia, um, including several other countries like Zambia as well. So we essentially provide uh, safari type holidays, accommodation as well as experiences. Uh, we also provide beach and safari, including a whole host of other activities, which I can't really name here, like uh, water sports, like various water sports, anything you need really um, mm-hmm. as, as, as a client, we can we can provide that for you. And our website is called Edenay, 
Tourism.com. Uh, I love the fact that you're doing tourism in, you know, Africa, because I think yeah. I'm, I'm, if you if people that know me know that I am so big on trying to promote Africa, because I feel we've got so much potential in Africa. We have so much yeah. more to give and you know, there's so many things that we've learned here, like, you know, those people that live back in the UK, America, and yeah. anyway, in the diaspora, really. There's so much that we can actually mm-hmm. take back to our, you know, countries and make it something yeah. like a better country, make the people better exactly. and all that kind of stuff. And that's also part and parcel of what I do with Boss as well. I suppose the long-term goal is whilst I'm building a network here in the UK and hopefully, yeah. you know, worldwide, is to actually build a team or build a resource of people where we can then go into some of these African countries and educate some of the young people there, you know, on skills like job skills um, or even being uh, entrepreneurial. So how do I create my own business? What do I need to do? And all that kind of stuff. So anything to do with um, Africa and its growth, I'm all for it. So... Um, great work um, that you're doing there. I will definitely be checking out your website. I love to travel, so I will be using your <laughs> services in the future once you're back <laughs> and running. Hopefully, yeah. So um, yeah. that's exciting, interesting. Okay, so obviously you've now got a um, big involvement in Route to B. Then, what is yeah. what do you do at Route to B? So uh, at the moment, I'm I'm in charge of operations. However, as you'd imagine, um, you know, from, from running your own organization, you do a little bit of everything, yeah. uh, so to speak. Um, so I'll try to. Um, so, so for those that are still in the uh, in, in university, or those, you know, those of you guys that are at the early stages of your careers, I would highly recommend that you either take on a graduate scheme, or once every couple of years, maybe two years, change department. And that will build into the answer that you've just um, asked me. So I, for one, have worked in various departments, including marketing. I've worked in operations. I've worked in finance for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Finance in particular, because it enabled me to develop my um, ability to uh, think logically, to analyze data very well, and understand, understand the importance of that and how that contributes towards company performance. Uh, and finally, working with uh, a creative team enabled me to understand uh, what it takes or what's required in order to create, um, to make that service look good, right? Mm-hmm. So visualization, um, making things look good. So I, I, I feel like I have a very holistic understanding of the different functions within a business uh, and how they kind of like allow that final product or service to come together. Um, in, a, in, a, in an effective way. So, it, at, at, at rooted me, I'm responsible, I'd say, for operations and marketing. Okay. So, I'm responsible for understanding all of the various activities that we need to do in order to uh, execute our game plan. I'm responsible for understanding timelines. So, how soon do we need to do this particular type of work stream? How critical is it? Is it very important? Is it something that we need to do immediately? Or mm. is it something that we can push off uh, uh, later on, so for example, finding funding is, is very, very critical, right? Uh, without funding, you can't really, you know, get a lot done. Yeah. Um, I'm responsible for that. Okay. So it might seem minute, but um, it has helped me to become a lot more organized, I'd say, mm-hmm. uh, and, and realize the tools required to actually, you know, keep track of those things. Once again, I'm not perfect. 
Uh, there are still <laughs> quite a few things that <laughs> I need to work on. Yeah. Uh, so, for instance, if you're running like a like a like a small business, you need very good interpersonal skills. And um, I've noticed that you know the guys I'm with right now who are teaching me quite a lot of things, like you know Clive, uh, Taliwa, Ruth, and Shiza. They're very very good with people, and they they really understand that kind of like you know personal touch. They really understand about motivating, you know, what it takes to motivate people. Yeah. And they understand the importance of enjoying. Or you know those small victories. Mm. So, um, so uh, the final point I'm trying to make is, don't just make yourself uh, technically uh, proficient, but also try to focus on building those relationships. Because okay. whether or not you decide to grow your business or go towards the career path, building relationships will take you a lot further mm-hmm. than being, you know, than getting A's at <laughs> uh, everything basically. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm glad you kind of ended on that note because now what I want to get into is about the mentoring program that, you know, Boss and Ruti B have partnered up to to uh, provide for the black professionals. So obviously yeah. mentoring is an opportunity to build some of those networks and build some of those interpersonal skills. Um, what yeah. are your thoughts on mentoring as a whole? Okay, uh, so I think mentoring is... is it's absolutely fantastic. I think I would highly recommend anyone quite young, or even you don't even have to be young. I think everyone deserves that. Everyone needs a mentor. Mm-hmm. So um, mentoring enables you to kind of like close that knowledge gap. So sometimes, you know, when you read when when you read books in uni, right? Um, that's that's one thing. But when you actually apply and uh, try to apply those concepts into, into life. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you tend to realize that it's a lot more complicated than, than that. Um, there are a lot more kind of like gray areas. So having a mentor enables you to kind of like close those gaps and have tactics or strategies in place to deal with those, yeah. whether that involves people or actual work, right? So uh, having a mentor, particularly one that, that has years of experience, is good because they've seen pretty much every single scenario that you didn't, uh, that, that, they can, that you may possibly experience, right? So. Mm-hmm. They're in a position to kind of like guide you and help you progress going forward. And I think this is going to be quite interesting, you know, in terms of this program that we are putting together is the matching process. You mentioned some key things that, you know, somebody who you can definitely learn from, who might have more um, experience than yourself and somebody that you get along with. So I suppose on paper, it's going to be quite difficult to try and see are these two people uh compatible so to say but we're going to definitely try our best to try and match up people um in terms of you know what they put on their on their application form and we're asking people to be very open and authentic and just say exactly what they're looking for uh, so that it makes yeah. our process easier as well. So just yeah. still t- touching on the topic of mentorship, um, have you ever mentored anyone? Um, yeah, I have a few times. Um, and I would say I, I still do it now, uh, here okay. and there, um, although I don't really have a structured kind of like way of doing it. But sometimes, for instance, uh, <laughs> you know, my brother might ask me for advice here and there. <laughs> I've got, you know, Clive, for instance, uh, with a route to be, or you know people well you know people well by the moment i don't really have anyone i'm kind of like dedicated uh, to at the moment so right. i'm open um if, if anyone's interested in, in getting a mentor and equally um you know 
I don't really, I don't really have a mentor at the moment. Though I take advice various people, uh, there are a lot, a lot, a lot to have one to be honest. So at some point, at some point, um, having a mentor isn't always about having someone that's tw- twice your age. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's some, uh, it, it's also about having someone that um, has a skill set uh, you admire, for instance. Um, yeah. So for example, I would like to improve my understanding of PR my understanding of uh, comms communication skills mm-hmm. so even though i haven't told her but i might ask she is a, at some point uh, in the future kind of like uh talking through it i've alluded to it before but she thought i was joking but <laughs> um i will ask her on a serious note so sometimes it's just asking someone that um asking someone to teach you something that you know that you're not very good at that they are very mm-hmm. good at what you're kind of talking about there is a little bit of coaching where you're not quite um, got either one person that you're mentoring or you have um, or mentee, whatever, whichever way. I always get those two terms so so mixed up. Yeah, I'll get confused as well. <laughs> it's fine, yeah. So yeah, I think it's it's kind of a little bit like coaching. So it's kind of here and there. And I suppose that's also something really good about, you know, being part of programs like uh, you know the bootcamp program that we're putting in place is you get to meet a whole wide range of people now i've met you okay. i might be able to I, I kind of think i know a few things about what you what you've done and your experiences so when i think about something i might but you know what maybe let me just ask chris because now i've already i've met you i'm i think yeah. i'll be quite easy to just approach you you know that kind of thing and just yeah, be like yeah. you know what do you think about this? What do you think about, you know, uh, this kind of thing? Yeah. What do you think I should do? Or what is your advice kind of thing? And that's, the I think, one thing about this program that we also want to kind of get out of is not only are you going to have that relationship with your mentee or your mentor, but also we want yeah. to get everyone who does participate in the program to actually um you know come together build those networks where you are drawing from different sources so it's not to say you know you have to have 10 20 mentors because there's different parts you want to learn about you know um different areas but you can definitely you know go to someone who might know something or who you think will be able to give you some advice on certain topics or things like that so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm quite excited about the network as well that it's going to to bring and you know all these resources that we're all going to come because we're all coming from different angles you know you've got different experiences yeah. to me to Ruth to Taddy to everyone and I'm just thinking in my head like when I talk to people like yourself and Ruth and all um, everyone else I'm just thinking to myself oh my goodness could you imagine like the force that we would create you know coming together exactly, yeah. you know and how much Absolutely. impact I was just saying like you know the, the the impact that we can make and I think that's one of the things that I really liked about the the team at Root to be was that, that they're really willing to collaborate and um, I think that's something that's really important in this day and age because at the end of the day, you know, we might want to compete against each other. A lot of people, you know, especially black people, I've noticed, like, you know, they like to compete against each other. Why not work together and actually build something even bigger and greater, you know, and join forces? And that's literally every time I, you know, have conversations with different people, that's what I'm thinking in my head. And it's like, my head is just exploding. 
No, you literally read my mind, boys. Uh, when I cut you off there, I was about to say the exact same thing that you just said. Mm. Um, I think within black within the black community, um, there is a tendency to compete without collaborating, and uh, to get most things done uh, well, uh, you just, we just need to work together. So mm -hmm. um, you're absolutely right. There's enough. There's enough for everyone. Um, if we all came together, put our heads together, uh, we know what could actually be achieved. So you're absolutely right. Exactly. Nothing more to add. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Still touching again on this um, topic of mentorship, um, because yeah. I think this month, predominantly, what we want to do is just kind of promote this program and just kind of raise awareness of you know why it's important to maybe have a mentor, especially like you mentioned for those people who might be starting off in their career, younger people, yeah. or if it's just something that you want to learn. Um, so sometimes not everything always goes according to plan um, have you ever yeah, then the question that I have I suppose is have you ever had a negative experience through a mentoring relationship and if you have how did you deal with that okay so uh, just to, uh, I like to have, uh, give long-winded answers sometimes but it's okay. <laughs> take it to four um, so uh, during my first placement, um, I was actually assigned a mentor, and I was assigned a mentor not based on a specific criteria, but they just assigned a mentor because they just had uh, an available slot, right? Mm -hmm. And that mentor was also not really my manager, but you could say she she kind of was my manager in a way. But what tends <laughs> to be completely honest, because this is this is real life, right? So <laughs> what actually happened was that I don't really think she liked me very much for whatever reasons. Um, so she actually. <laughs> You know, uh, made my my time there a little bit difficult, uh, yeah. particularly during the other stages. But fortunately for myself, um, I then ended up finding uh, I looked for one uh, within uh, BP, and I found a very good mentor who then picked up and started uh, you know um, uh, giving a, giving myself advice about various things. Mm -hmm. So um, without going into details, I just think you know in order for you to get have a, a, a very good mentor. Uh, your values and norms they have to somewhat be in, a, in alignment yeah. uh, and your values and norms are determined by your upbringing as well as you know various other things so to be quite blunt um, you know if you, if you assign a black mentor uh, with a similar upbringing to yourself you know the ch chances are you're going to be more or less I suppose a, a little bit more comfortable mm -hmm. than you if, if you assign someone who doesn't really understand you, your, up, your upbringing uh, your, uh, your challenges and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, but equally, uh, the mentor uh, uh, that I was assigned to, you know, wasn't actually black, uh, but he was a very kind guy, was very understanding. Uh, he understood my personality type, and uh, he was quite similar to myself and gave me very good advice. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not so much about color, but it's about making sure that the person that, uh, you know, that you've been assigned to understands you a little bit. So before yeah. you actually confirm and say, okay, let me find, I like this guy, uh, I want, I would like him to be my mentor. Perhaps do a trial, you know, have a couple of calls with that person and see how that goes and then decide yourself whether or not you'd like to, um, you'd like that person to, to, to mentor you. Mm -hmm. But of course, um, sometimes people take a while to open up. So I'd say maybe, you know, talk to someone four or five times. It's, it's entirely up to you. And then decide yourself whether or not it's a good fit. Yeah. So um, that's my story. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. I, I like I like the way you handled that. So you know, um, and 
your response in, in, in terms of that because that's definitely something we're encouraging people because we do understand not everything is going to work and we've kind of yeah. already, I suppose, have got one common denominator in the fact that, you know, this mentoring program is for black professionals by black, black professionals. So hopefully yeah. we will have a little bit of a common ground um, in that aspect. So there will be hopefully some experiences that we all share in common. Uh, which we'll be able to, I suppose, share and advise on. So, and we want to definitely build more, you know, black mentors as well, just because, you know, like you mentioned, you know, when you have somebody that looks like you, you know, you, you build a, I wouldn't say maybe better relationship is not the right word, but you do have that common ground and it makes it a little bit easier maybe to open up, you know, or to say certain things uh, to them because you know they're going to understand. You don't have to spend so much time having to explain yourself because that then, yeah, that then becomes a bit tedious and a bit like, oh, well, it's too much effort and then you kind of lose interest and all that kind of stuff. So at least we've yeah. got that bit covered. And exactly. <laughs> for anyone who is looking to, you know, apply as a mentee, um, even as a mentor, if, you know, once, like like you mentioned, Chris, a couple of times, have mm-hmm. a conversation, try and get, you know, their vibe and see if it is some somebody that you would like as your mentor. And if you have, you know, yeah. got any issues or anything like that, um, myself, Ruth, um, and the team at Route B will be there to kind of guide you and help you throughout the way. So if you feel that actually you want to try someone else, then, you know, feel free to yeah. kind of voice that. Um, but the important thing, like you mentioned, is just about being authentic and just being open. Exactly. Because I think sometimes when we start with these mentoring relationships, we might think, oh, this person, especially if you're the mentee, and you know you have a mentor you always sometimes feel like oh this person might be superior to me actually no they're not it's not like they're superior to you it just might it might be even somebody who's younger than you but they just have skills that you want to learn and um skills that you need to acquire for a certain particular you know role and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it so i think going in with a fresh mind goals set and just knowing that this is any kind of relationship, you know, just building that yeah. um, familiarity. Uh, brilliant. Uh-huh. I think uh, those were all my questions, and I think we've pretty much covered a lot of good stuff there. Yeah. Did you have anything else to add about maybe the program, um, your involvement, or anything that you want to add about mentoring? Because, like I said, this month of August, um, we're just going to yeah. be talking about that and trying to kind of raise awareness and get as many people um, signed up on the program. Yeah, so I think the final thing I'd like to say is if I could time travel back in time, I would actually try to have as many mentors as possible. Well, not really too, too many, but yeah. I would make, because there, there are certain periods of my time uh, in, my, in my career early on where I didn't have a mentor, mm-hmm. um, I would stress that you guys, should sign up if you can uh, because it will, it will help you it will help you so much more than you even realize I was just fortunate that um, a friend of my, or my closest friend is a couple of years older than me and uh, he used to always give me advice about work and how to handle certain situations so in a way he was kind of like my mentor right? Yeah. Um, so I was just fortunate that he was there and he helped me 
uh, so so many problems which could have <laughs> ended up uh, in, 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 in you know the I highly, highly, highly recommend you guys sign up, and um, highly recommend you guys take your time to make sure that the, the guy or you know girl who's uh, you know uh, taking you through the ropes uh, is is a good fit for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you all agree. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Chris, uh, for being part of this podcast today. Um, it's been really good and really insightful as well. I'm sure I'll probably right. get you on again, but on a completely different topic. Um, because like sure. I mentioned sure. before, when it comes to, you know, business, entrepreneurial stuff, that's me. <laughs> so I would Yeah, love I love to- that. I could talk about that all day. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. So definitely I will be in touch in terms of, you know, for other podcasts that we can do together. And I'll definitely be in contact to to discuss other things because I think there's a lot of things that you've mentioned and that you do that I would also like to learn. So maybe you can mentor me. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, well, no, yeah, you might, you know, other way around the world. Likewise, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. 